I've got a happy severance. I've got a Jacobin fire. Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake. Yeah, I'm Nat Tapley, and together we are trawling the metaphor bin to find another way of describing what we're going to do today when actually it's just reciting facts and having someone else judge them. Here today to help us is writer and podcaster Julia Rayside. How are you, Julia? I'm very jolly well, thank you for asking. Good to hear. Excellent. Extra points already for asking me how I am. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding as if I'd be that easy. How swayed. many extra points? Um, I'm going <laughs> to the 19th of June, 1790, uh, when the French had they had a national assembly. It was This is just after the French Revolution, so they're sort of putting together their governmental systems. And on the 19th of June, 1790, a delegation from the oppressed nations of the universe, led by... Anacrisis Clutes, who was the orator of the human race, self-appointed, came to the National Assembly to ask them to start a world revolution and to start world brotherhood. So help me, Nat. If you have a quote from him and you do it in the voice of Gordon Kay, I will hunt you down and I will kill you. I was going to do Arthur Bostrom. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> he actually, I didn't use anything that's quotable, well, unfortunately. He did call himself uh, the personal enemy of God, which is quite nice. The personal enemy of God. <laughs> yes. Oh, please. <laughs> Personal enema of good. Uh, Sorry, yes, that's perfect. Um, He they came in dressed in the national colours of thirty six nations of the world with tricolour sashes, which were costumes they'd stolen from the opera. And President Menon of the French National Assembly told them to go away to try and convince the other countries to have revolutions on their own. Um, They should be more like Louis the Sixteenth. He told them, Um, and this was the hopes of the world. They said they were investing the hopes of the world in the French Revolution. Um, Anacarsis. Clutes was quite interesting. He hung around in France. Oh, th- this was the same day, by the way, that France abolished all hereditary nobility and titles. Uh, Clutes hung around in France. In 1792, he got uh, French citizenship. Um, and having been the orator of the human race and wishing nothing but peace and anarchism for all the peoples of the world, he then voted for the execution of Louis XVI. Um, he was excluded from the Jacobins for being foreign, and the Committee of Public Safety a few years later decided that he, uh, as a Hebertist, was um, complicit in treason, and so he was executed on the 24th of March 1794, and he attracted the largest crowd ever for a public execution in France. That's Anacarsis Clutes, the orator of the human race, who on this day in 1790 uh, led a delegation from the impressed nations of the universe to the French National Assembly. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the 19th of June, 1984. And I'm simply going to read out the BBC One schedule. (laughs) Julia Rayside is going to go berserk. At 13.25, Little Mrs. and the Mr. Men, narrated by Arthur Lowe. Uh, at 16.20, play school. It's mm-hmm. Tuesday. Sometimes sneezes creep up on you and make you jump when they say, achoo. Have you just gone to the genome, the BBC genome website? Yes, and just that's like exactly what I've unbelievable. done. Unbelievable. At 16.45, make them laugh. Mark Curry looks at some old-time comedies made I've in and around him. houses. At 17.05, it's John Craven's News Round. And at mm. 17.10, Wild Track with Sue Ingle and Michael Jordan. Wow, I don't remember that at all. 
No. Everyone knows Ratty and the Wind in the Willows, but of course Ratty <laughs> wasn't a rat, but a vole. And water voles and their young are the stars of today's programme. Seen by Mike on a chalk stream in Hampshire. Ooh. 1740, 60 minutes. Then. What? 1905. Blankety blank. <laughs> Blankety blank. Let me tell you who the guests were. Is it Wogan were. or is it the other one? It's Terry Wogan. Of course it's Terry yes. Wogan. Yes. OK, you're yeah. doing really well. Carry on. With six star guests. <laughs> I'm nearly Black, there. <laughs> Henry Cooper. <laughs> Hold your breath. Sabina Franklin, <laughs> Keith Harris, Lenny Henry and June Whitfield. Oh, wow. That's quite June a lot. 1940. Whitfield. Sorry. <laughs> 2010, the Montreux Golden Rose Pop Festival with Adamant, Banana Rama, Roger Daltrey, Thomas oh, wow. Dolby, the Dolly Dots, Duran Duran, Kajagoogoo, Cindy Lauper, Nana, Queen, Cliff Richards, Spando <laughs> Ballet and Tracy Ullman. Mm. I can't believe you're and going to twenty two ten come dancing. <laughs> Mic drop. Wow. He actually did this. He did. Wow. He went all the way. And as we ponder whether or not this podcast can sink any lower, let us go to the birthdays. <laughs> and the I was gonna talk about the independence of Q8. And I was just like, no, stop that. <laughs> what am I doing? I've got, I've just lost all respect for you, (laughs) James. Lost, sure. (laughs) Happy birthday to Boris Johnson. He's Bagpuss's racist gran. He looks like a dandelion clock with mange. And wishing him happy birthday, as we're doing now, is more than he's actually done for some of his real children. Happy birthday to James VI and First of England, who's the only king to have written a book about witches. And also, happy birthday to Wallace Simpson, her off of the abdication who had an affair with Ribbentrop. Happy birthday to Piers, Gav- Piers Gaveston. He was the favourite of Edward II, who kept being exiled because they were too friendly with each other. He was exiled in 1307 and came back, 1308 and came back. 1308, he was exiled again and came back. Uh, but in 1312, Parliament made it illegal for him to came, come back. So when he tried again, they uh, he was run through by swords by two Welshmen and then beheaded. Ha- I've been to where his head got cut off. Oh, have you? Yes. You've been to his neck? <laughs> yes. It was in a wood. <laughs> Ooh, which wood? Whereabouts is it? In Warwickshire, like on top of a little hill that's next to an A road, but it's, there's a little copse and a monument there for where he got his head stricken off. Ooh. It's very exciting. Happy death day too to Ed Wynn, who was Herman Munster and was in Car 54. Where are you? And I'm surprised didn't turn up in the TV listings that Jake just read out, because the mid-1980s was essentially full of 1950s repeats. Uh, 1950s American repeats which means that I was very confused by Happy Days at the Times I had no idea when it I knew when it was meant to be but I had no idea that it was actually filmed in the 1980s so when I saw Charles in Charge I was very very confused Happy Death Day to, to James Gandolfini um, started watching The Sopranos the other day hadn't seen it before it's quite good I'm enjoying it it's quite good that's <laughs> about I've got him he breathes through his nose quite loudly <laughs> Now, before I mention that <clears throat> a year later on BBC One, it was Battle of the Planets, Gentlemen, <laughs> and Dallas. Wow. <laughs> I've met JR. Uh, as let's well. find out what. Name let's find out. Yep. You've met What? I met JR and Sue Ellen. Okay, this is confession time. Okay, I'm a freelance journalist and I have mm. never worked for the Daily Mail or The Sun apart from The Sun once because they let me meet JR and Sue Ellen. <laughs> yeah, I'll look the other way for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fine, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I got I got fist bumped by JR. It was awesome. <gasps> yeah. Have you like seen that, as uh, cool as that sounds? Yeah, it does. Have you seen the movie The Big Bus? No. It's fantastic. He's in it. Okay. Oh, is he? It's right. A, <laughs> it's a parody disaster movie, and for my, I, for my money, it's better than Airplane. Oh, oh wow. I think I've heard it. Oh, right. A few years before it, it's just joyful. I'm writing that Check down. 
the big boss. Juliet, have you had any thoughts about what might win today? Yes, I have. I've had mm. a lot of thoughts. Mm. So um, we'll start with Nat. So 1790, yeah. Anacastus Cleats. Incredible. And it sounds like something Douglas Adams made up. Lo- yeah. Loved that story. Had never heard of him. I like he was an anarchist, but he got more right wing in his old age than yeah. he got <clears throat> killed. That was quite a funny story. And then, and then <laughs> Jake. Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I think that's probably how he's described now. Um, and then <laughs> Jake's. I don't know. I don't. Know. What's the adjective I'm trying to reach for? This needy, pitiful, <laughs> desperate, needy. pivot, yeah. uh, like almost like a just just like a child begging. Have we ever had a seven money. nil week, Nat? No, I don't think mm. we have. No. Well, we're not there yet. Oh, we're not there yeah. yet. So making so history of our own <laughs> on the podcast this week. <laughs> you can you can do this for next year's podcast, can't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The week that Jake got completely slaughtered. Seven. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, so, I mean, at some points you picked up on them. There was no Blue Peter. That was that. That saddened me. It should have been really. Was it a weekend? Um, was it that you no, were doing? Is that there why there was wasn't no a five thirty thing? I think I think they only did Tuesdays and Thursdays, didn't they? Oh. Don't know. Anyway, um, but there was sorry. Um, the interesting fact: um, the only expensive thing we've ever bought um, in our house is we got a piece of neon made, which is the um, the sorry sign from sorry. You know, Ooh. sorry, the blue lettering mm-hmm. of sorry. Yeah. That's in our kitchen. So I've got a deep love of sorry. Mm. Um, I'm. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm going to give it because it because he went to a lot of effort and it was impressive. I'm going to let Jake win, okay. but but I just want him to understand how pathetic he is. <laughs> I don't think not such, a moral victory, but a technical victory. Yes, such yes. is my patheticness. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever understand. That's the yeah. cool irony of how pathetic I am. I won't even understand that. That's lovely. That feels really good. Thanks so much. Great. Um, Julie Rayside does some podcasts. Google them if you feel like it. I don't care. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.